Hello and welcome to the Gimme More Gingy podcast. I'm your host, Gingy, and I've always lived my life outside of the social norms. With that being said, here I will share unmasked stories of my own as we explore ideas surrounding wellness, personal development, spirituality, sexuality, and so much more. All aimed at the objective in helping you align and honor your authentic self to explore different viewpoints and most importantly, to continue growing together. Yes, we are live. Hello, hello. It is your girl, Gingy, and welcome back to another episode of Gimme More Gingy. Can you believe it's literally Christmas in three days? That's just so wild to think about because then right after Christmas, we have New Year's. I don't know how many days in between. Okay, 25, 31, six days. This was technically seven, seven, eh, whatever. <laughs> I was never, math was never my strong suit. You know, I still count my fingers. So, you know, (laughs) don't make fun of me. But yeah, seriously, I cannot believe that Christmas is here. It's just so wild to think about. But I am super excited because I'm about to get all packed up and head home for Christmas and New Year's. So that should be really fun. I get to go see Mama Gingy, get to see some old friends, enjoy the beach because bitch, let me tell you. I'm actually super excited to be by the beach for at least the week because the desert is not my friend. When I tell you my skin and my scalp are so dry, I'm embarrassed for myself. I honestly, that's probably why I sit at home 24-7 because I'm so scared for people to see my skin. I literally just lather up avocado oil and moisturizer 24-7 on my body, but I'm losing my concentrating thought. And I'm just honestly really excited to take a week to just rest and get ready to enter into this new year. Like we're about to enter 2023. And speaking of starting a new year, I am going into this upcoming year so differently than I've ever gone into any year. And be sure to put your reminders on for next week's episode because I'm going to really dive into all the things that I've been doing, kind of some understandings that I've made and actual steps that you can take into the next year to hopefully set you up for your best year yet. This is going to be my first year trying it, so you know what? We're going to see what happens, <laughs> but I'm hoping for the best. But before we hop into today's episode, I just want to say that I totally understand that this time of year can be very hard for a lot of people. So I just want to take a second to one, say I appreciate you spending this time with me, but I really just want to take this moment to send love and positivity your way because we all deserve some love. We all deserve happiness. So just know I am sending you some and I hope all the best for you. With that being said, I am a little nervous. Actually, I am very nervous for today's episode, (sighs) but I have a small confession. On December 1st, I hit my six-month mark of being cannabis-free. I made this whole episode explaining what it was like during those six months and my thoughts moving forward. I mentioned how overall I just feel so much better, my mind is a lot clearer, and how much progress I've made in other areas of my life. And I'm not going to lie, there was this little thought in the back of my head during this time of being sober of 
one being just very curious but also nervous once I reintroduce marijuana back into my life because I never went into being cannabis free this past the like this past previous six months with the intention of never smoking again so I knew it was going to go either one or two ways either I was gonna get anxiety and not care for it anymore or I was going to awaken this little monster inside of me and I was gonna get sucked back into smoking well <laughs> last week actually I think it was a little bit longer than last week actually I know it was longer not me lying over here. <laughs> so it was probably mm, around like two weeks ago, I decided to smoke again. And can you guess which way I ended up going? I'll give you a moment. Okay. <laughs> if you guessed that I awoken this little monster inside of me, ding, 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 you are correct. Since reintroducing marijuana back into my life, I... This is me being very vulnerable, but I have smoked every day. So it's probably been like 10 or 11 days. And I'm just going to be completely honest. I have a little bit of shame. And it's because I literally just got done talking about how I stopped smoking for six months and, you know, all the benefits and stuff. And now I'm already back to smoking every day. Now, granted, I'm not smoking all day, but I've definitely been enjoying myself. But then there's like this other part of me that, again, I never went into the intention of this previous six months of never smoking again. And I did it because I knew it was the best for me at that time. There were things I knew I needed to work on with a very clear mind. And that's exactly what I did. And I'm very proud of myself for going through the past six months. I believe that it's exactly what I needed to go through in order to get where I'm currently at. But there's still this just little feeling inside of me that is holding on to this shame. And I think it comes from, I literally just got done completing six months and there's like this little part that makes me wonder, am I throwing away all my progress? And then there's also this little part of me that thinks, I shouldn't be enjoying it the way I am enjoying it. But here's the thing. Since smoking, I've had really good days. I've gotten so much work done. I've had really deep thoughts about, you know, where I'm going and what I've been working on. And it feels that everything is like finally connecting and just I've been making a lot of like understandings. So this past six months, I was really focusing on self-improvement and since I started smoking, I don't know. I just feel like I have this feeling of I did it. I did the work. That's exactly what I needed to do. I'm ready to hit the floor running. And I'm also at a point in my life where this is the first time I'm not working for someone else. And I've just decided that I'm being very stern and firm with my boundaries and my goals and my aspirations. And it's now my time I'm going to do everything I possibly can do to make my dreams into my reality. Like, I have put so much work and effort into changing my own life and becoming a really, really, really good human being. And I continue to do so. But I just, I have this feeling of it's time. And kind of to go on a little small rant, but this is how I think about life. So I look at life as a game. Every season or chapter that you're in is quote unquote, a level. 
And in each level, there is a number of achievements you must acquire or conquer in order to get to the next level. These achievements can range from learning new skills to understanding yourself on a deeper level to learning new mindsets, etc. So for myself, I have realized that although I do have a lot of confidence in myself, I've been able to identify that I don't fully, and I mean like fully, fully, internally believe in myself, which is why I'm probably not where I want to be. This is why I needed to take this past six months to just be 100% sober so that I could realign with who I am, so that I could understand the work that I needed to put in in order to level up. I needed to focus on pushing past my current limiting beliefs, such as imposter syndrome or thoughts of me possibly failing. I also just got to a point where I was just so over my own excuses. So this past six months, I really put in the work to figure out what was next for me. I got rid of habits that were not benefiting me. I read way more books to expand my knowledge and ways of thinking. I implemented routines that set me up for success that I actually really enjoyed doing, such as waking up at 5 a.m. and taking cold showers. I have been journaling almost every single day to understand my thoughts, and I've been putting in the effort to feed my mind with positivity, and I'm extremely mindful about my social media consumption. Since accomplishing my goal, I'm really proud of myself because... One, it shows that I can keep a promise with myself, but also it's really cool to know that I'm able to identify when I need a course correct so that I can let go of things in order to regain control. But again, there's this little feeling of shame that like comes in because all of a sudden I'm smoking again and it's been every day and I honestly really enjoy it and I feel like it's been helping me to a certain extent. Now, I'm a very productive stoner. Now, don't get me wrong. I know I'm not my 100% self, but I've learned the activity slash task that I can do while being high, and I feel that I perform at them at a very good rate. I also, weirdly enough, think that smoking helps with my ADHD symptoms. It really helps me to get like concentrated and very zoomed in. And let's just face it, it obviously is better than doing Adderall. But speaking of ADHD, so during my time of staying sober, I really got to sit with myself and understand more about what was going on internally and why I acted the way I did and just to get to know myself on a deeper level. I got to know how my hormones affect my mood and energy levels and I really took the time to understand ADHD because I've never really put in the effort to understand, which I don't know why, but here we are. It is what it is. And there were a couple things I learned. One, having ADHD affects your hormones, especially in women. Also, having ADHD, you're constantly seeking out dopamine hits, which honestly, I heard that and I was like, ding, ding, ding. That makes so much sense. That is my whole entire life. (laughs) As I'm sure a lot of us know, there is good dopamine hits and there are negative dopamine hits. One of the negative dopamine hits would be social media. I hate admitting this, but I realized 
a couple months ago that I was spending way too much time just mindlessly scrolling on social media to the point where it would sometimes be up to three and four hours. And I realized that not only was I sitting there and scrolling, but I realized that I was also thinking the whole entire time, oh, I wish that could be me. Oh, I wish I could go do that. Oh, whatever, whatever the case may be. Like I just constantly was wishing I was in that person's perspective, which really helps me realize that I'm never going to get what I want if I just sit here and do nothing with my life. Like in order to fully get what I want, I've got to stop with excuses. I have to become the person I need to become. I need to start inhabiting the habits that my future self would do. And I need to start doing them now because that's the only way that I'm going to get to where I desire. I have to start becoming the person. I have to start identifying as a person who has everything that I desire. So this past six months of just fully staying sober, I really started to hone in, realign, and just question myself, how am I going to get to my next level? What is my current vision that I envision for myself? And what do I need to do? How do I need to act every single day to get there? A little over a year ago, I started to realize I was just not going in the direction that I wanted to go in, and it absolutely scared me. I have talked a lot about seasons of change, and to be honest, I've been going through my own season of change for a little over a year, and I'm going to just be completely blunt. Going through a season of change is probably one of the most difficult things to do because you're going through an identity shift. Everything around you feels like it's crumbling down. You start isolating yourself. You're stressing, but then you're also trying to remind yourself on the daily that with every valley comes an even bigger hill. And it's basically deconstructing yourself to regrow yourself. And I've been slowly going through this change, but after my cat passed away, it was like a huge, huge eye opener. So not to get too much into my cat story because it's still, you know, a little touchy situation, but I've had I had my cat for 15 years and I grew up with him. And then I fully took care of him myself at the very beginning stages of me living by myself for the first time and just going through a, a huge change. So after my cat died, it was just a huge eye opener. I was like, okay, you know what? It's time for me to get my shit together It's my time to live out my dreams. I'm tired of working for other people to get them successful. Like, it's time to finally put my dreams and my aspirations as my number one priority. And so I just knew that in order to really do the work that I needed to do, I needed to give up marijuana. And that's exactly what I did. So to kind of wrap up this whole marijuana smoking thing, yes... I reintroduced marijuana back into my life. Yes, I have a little monster inside of me. (laughs) Yes, I have been enjoying myself. The monster is not ready to go back to bed. But me doing the six months sober was 100% necessary for me. I'm very appreciative of it. I don't think I would be with the mindset that I currently have if I didn't do that. And... 
I've also just realized that I have a lot better grasp on everything and that if it starts affecting me negatively, then I'll reevaluate things. But at the end of the day, we all have our vices. I've realized that marijuana is one of my vices, but I have really good control over it. And that's all that matters. It's my life. I get to choose what I, how I want to do it. And it is what it is. As I've stated earlier, I have had these just crazy complex ideas. Okay, I don't know how like how complex they are, but <laughs> but I've I've just had like these very deep thoughts and so I wanted to share one with you. The other day I was a little high, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I wrote this about how I feel about life and I sent it to someone they thought it was very motivating so here I am to spread it to you let me know what you think you have to think of life as a game there are skills you have to unlock understanding thyself and mindset hacks to adapt the faster you start working on yourself to become a better person the faster you become free every day look at the day as another opportunity to unlock a new achievement in your current level That's why you want to write down everything you want in this lifetime. That's why you should make vision boards so that every day you can remind yourself or look over everything you're working towards to motivate you to use the day as an opportunity to try your best and not waste any precious time. Time is the only thing we can't get back. With knowing just that, you can now realize why you should eliminate all the things that aren't helping you get closer to the things you're working towards. Money can be made in so many different ways. We are living in a period where there are more opportunities than ever before. Begin to understand yourself. What do you desire? What brings those butterfly feelings back in your stomach? What makes you forget about the clock? Once you understand those, this is where the mood boards come into play. It's like your map. It's to remind yourself every day so that you don't lose focus or forget what you're working towards. There are many different ways to make money. Only few understand this concept, and that's why they are living the life you desire. Mic drop! So let me know what you think about that. I really like this. I'm excited for next week's episode to go all about into taking actionable steps to have the best 2023 year. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I appreciate the time we spend together. I hope that you have the most wonderful holidays, wonderful Christmas. I can't wait to see everybody's posting online. But until next week, happy holidays. Gingy out.